right, all right. <laughs> we are now live. Hello, Jaleesa Dove with the skin tones. Uh, hope you're doing well. Hope you're feeling well. I am excited. It is a live episode of the Sparks and Pores podcast. Still under self-distancing and quarantine, uh, but making it work. Like... At the beginning of this, let me tell you, like, I was not a big fan of live videos because I really didn't understand how it worked, um, <laughs> especially when there's nobody there. But this has been such a fun experience being to go live with my guests and also with you, the listener. Um, it's really been a good time. If you have any questions, um, you know, I did formulate my own questions, of course. I came prepared. Um, but if you do have questions, uh, please feel free to, um, to, to drop those, um, in the, figure out, I think I'm gonna turn my Wi-Fi back on, yes, but we are working through it. So the show will be starting very soon. Um, today on the live episode of the Sparks and Pores podcast, we have business owner, entrepreneur, and mom so she is a mother which you know she is an amazing person because moms are amazing <laughs> so on the show today we have miss Danica Shanae uh she is the owner of Demand Strands and I am I'm so excited to have her here on the show uh it's going to be a great show we actually um we went to school together. Hello, hello, welcome. Uh, before I start all that, before I get into how I met tonight's guest, let me just welcome you to the Sparks and Pores podcast. It is now 8 o'clock, and you know I like to start on time. Up, oh, and there's our guest who is on time as well. Timing is everything. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get her in here because then she can, you know, chime in on how, you know, we met. But... Um, you know, it's it's amazing how life works <laughs> in such the short time that we are here. Um, but I am excited to have Danica here on the show today. Um, you know, woo! Yes, what is going on? I did it. How are you? I'm good, good, good to be here. Yes, welcome to the Sparks and Forest Podcast, Miss Danica Shanae. By the way, I love your name. It has like a ring to it. Really? Yes. It's the government. First and middle. <laughs> yes, but I love it. How are you? First of all, shout out to the Aggie Pride. I'm loving that. You know. Hey. You know, I gotta represent. Gotta represent. Yes. And that is actually how we, you know, came to know each other at A and T. So yeah. You know, Oh, oh, yeah. But so, so yes, yeah, so I'm excited. Ten, ten years ago? Over 10 years ago? Yeah. Right. It's been a while, but, you know, we still young. We still doing it. <laughs> but I'm, I'm excited to have you on the show and to talk about your business and um, also just being a mom, being an entrepreneur and a small business owner, especially during this time of you know, this pandemic where everything is shut down. So I want to get into that for sure. 
Uh, how are you feeling today? Man, I'm good. I'm great. I just yeah. been chilling, staying in and safe. I haven't been doing anything at all. Well, I can't say that, but mm-hmm. I've been in the house. Okay. So, like, do you do you go out for the criticals, the essentials? No. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I have, I have my fiancé for that. He is our fearless trucker. He goes out to the grocery store. I stay in with the kids. Okay. Um, step out, get some good vitamin D every now and again, but for the most part, we're in the house um, and we have all the essentials here. Right, true. Well, that's what's yep. up. Well, I, I definitely appreciate that, you know, keeping yourself safe during this time. Um, so before we get into the pour, which is you, Danica, and then also your business, Demand Strands. Um, a, few, a few quick sparks that are going on. You know, although we're in this crazy time, there's still some fun things that are happening. Um, so are you, like, have you done a TikTok? Are you into the TikTok videos? Are you lost like I am? I'm, I'm a little lost, and I did do one TikTok, but I can't learn the dances. I don't, I think I'm just too like I cannot get with the dances. They're cute though. They look fun. Right, right. Can't get with it though. <laughs> well, I have. Definitely... What'd you say? I have one though. Okay, okay. So you've done one. Um, there's definitely going to be more because Megan The Stallion and Beyonce have hooked up for the Savage remix. So I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot more TikToks to yeah. uh, keep people going through quarantine. <laughs> Um, also, like, I would you fly right now? Like, would you take a vacation anywhere right now? Ah, it's risky right now. I will probably say no to flying right now. Are yeah. there people fly now? They are definitely letting people fly. And, um, actually, like, well, first of all, well, JetBlue, they are letting, you know, they're still operating. They're still you know, flying out planes, but they are making it mandatory for everyone to wear the masks, you know, like while they're on the plane off the, like from airport to airport, like mandatory. But I'm just like, I'm so nervous about going anywhere other than like where I need to go. You know what I'm saying? I I can't imagine anywhere that would be absolutely necessary for anybody to go right now. Um, I get people have to travel, like, coast to coast and, of course, for work and stuff. But leisurely, I would probably say that's out. Right. Yeah. And then also, like, what are you going to do when you get there? Because we are all, like, under quarantine. There's no clubs or anything. So what are you doing? I don't know. I I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm not sure, but... But yeah, it's crazy. Um, so one thing I do want to shout out somebody really quick before we get into um the poor. But the other day, um, you know, I, I do enjoy the spark and I do enjoy cannabis. So I had an infused dinner uh from yeah, from Jazzy Eats. It was yeah. absolutely amazing. Um, so I just wanted to tell you all about my experience because usually, you know. There's, well, for me anyway, I don't get like any contact or like, you know, like edibles don't do anything for me. But this dinner was like salmon, mac and cheese, green beans, and cornbread, a side of cornbread. And it was 
That's amazing. It was amazing. It was really, really good. Um, are you like big on cannabis? I am not, but I okay. see the Netflix show. Um, they do have like a whole cooking show where they infuse everything. Yes, yes, I watched that. Okay, so yeah. they, do they have like a restaurant for it, or is it like a um, you have to ask to have your spice? <laughs> like, <Right>. you <laughs> well, I do think like I do know that like there's some places out in Cali, you know, that they have like infused eats and things like that. Um, right now, I just know different people who do them. Um, so the name, the name, the Instagram name was uh, at underscore Jazzy Eat. J-A-Z-Z-Y Eats with an S. Um, but it was really good. Um, so yeah, so just shout out to them. They didn't ask me to do that. I just had to shout them out because that was like one of my, you know, sparks during this whole quarantine thing. So so anyway. <laughs> but, <Okay. yeah. laughs> but no, so that so was that different than the edibles, or was it like a fulfilling meal and then you felt good after? Yeah, definitely. Like, the meal was amazing. Like, the food was seasoned well. Everything was delicious. And then afterwards, I felt the, you know, the high. Usually with edibles, like, I don't feel anything. But this time, like, I felt it. And, like, I made sure, yeah, I made sure not to smoke and everything like that. So it was real. It was a real thing. Okay. So, so shout out to them, which has nothing to do with anything. But what does have something to do is you. Yay! <laughs> so, um, like, I remember, well, I've actually had the pleasure to sit in your chair. I mean, it wasn't a chair at the time. You know, it was, you know, we had pillows. Man, <laughs> this, is, this is what I'm talking about. So this is why... I started my business, and this is why it continues to prosper, because I have people who have supported me um, throughout my journey from school, um, and then my kitchen, um, and then outside on the front porch, uh, my dorm room, mm-hmm. and then until, until my um, independent studio, which I have now, the BS Hair Studio. Yes. Um, that's like my sanctuary right now. I have put so much um, hard work and sweat and tears into my business um, that it's so much more than a hair studio. So like you said, we met in school and it was just kind of one of those things where it's like, dang, like she's cool, but I need my hair done too. And then like, we get it all right. Yeah. So here I am now um, with my studio. Unfortunately, though, it's closed. Um, everything with the DS Hair Studio is at a halt right now. Mm-hmm. And because I love myself and I love my family and I love my clients and their families, I have decided to not even service any clients right now. I'm just trying to keep everybody safe and protected during this time because I love you guys so, 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 so much. Yes. And I definitely want to get into that because um, my experience during this whole quarantine pandemic like I like I really haven't seen a change because of me working at the bank so okay. I'm really interested in hearing you know as a small business owner and entrepreneur you know just how things are going for you at this time um yeah. but before we before we get into that portion what made you want 
to get into hairstyling? I mean, like, so, so styling for me, um, it was one of those things that just came naturally. I went to school for psychology. Okay. Uh, did a little bit of work in leasing and property management, and I worked with DSS. Um, and though all of those things were my skill set, I still always just did hair on the side. I felt like that was my extra money to make. Mm-hmm. But what didn't make sense to me um, a while back was, you know, how could people just go to work every single day and, like, not like their jobs and, you know, just say, okay, it's the money or I have to provide. I have a family. I have children. Um, but for me, going to work and making money, um, it just wasn't enough for me. Passion wasn't there. Um, and when I did hair, I realized that I could do hair for free. Like, th- that was one of those things that I could just wake up in the morning and do hair. It, it wasn't about a price value or anything on it. I could just do hair and be completely satisfied. So, um, how I flipped it was I opened up my hair studio and it was not a short journey. It took, um, like I said, a lot of sweat and tears, um, a lot of loyal and faithful um, clients and friends who supported me throughout the journey. But um, when I started my studio, I realized that I could do hair, which was my passion, Mm -hmm. and then use my skill set to voluntarily help my community. So that's how I flipped it. I used my psychology skill set to mentor and do um, forums and things like that, workshops um, that now I don't get paid for, but I still love. um, Mm -hmm. And I actually found a a liking for it now that I don't have to go into the office and clock in and do that, you know, Mm -hmm. as my obligation. Um, and then hair again, like that's, that's just my thing. I wake up and I go to my place. Um, it's set up just how I like it. So yeah, that's what I did. So when you, when it came to, you know, deciding that you wanted to get your own studio, what were some of the reservations that you had? Because I'm pretty sure it wasn't easy to be like, oh, quit my job. I'm gonna go get a hair studio and boom, I'm into hair. <laughs> It wasn't easy at all. Um, The biggest reservation was, of course, the money. I had to put more money into starting my studio than I knew that I would be getting out of it starting off. Um, My first year was, I started started in November, so I was kind of like right in the busy season uh, for for cosmetologists. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I got kind of like a fake... Um, perception of what this industry was because it was booming. I got right into my studio. Um, I emptied out my bank account. I, I went straight into it. I was like, "Look, I'm a, I'm gonna do this," um, and I, I, I made a lot of money. But um, at the beginning of the year, the, the following year, just within like six months, um, it got rocky, and I had no idea how I was going to maintain did you like how did you how were you feeling around that time when it did get rocky because here you are you come in and you know what i'm saying you curling and impressing and, and watching, yeah. you know and then you get to this point and you're on freeze like what type of emotions were you going through it was scary it was scary because again i had quit my job um i have children um but again, my clients. <laughs> All right, they they about to tune in. Here we go. <laughs> um, 
my clients really, really pushed me to um, stay focused and stay determined to execute this dream that I had. Because I've, I've had this dream of having my own beauty spot, you know. Mm-hmm. It was more than just hair for me. Like I said, I have a psychology background. So when you come to the DS Hair Studio, it's more than just a hairstyle. You know, people come there for relaxation. People that come there for my hair products. Um, But mostly people come to a hairstylist because they like the hairstylist. You know, they don't just care about um, spending the money and just getting a quick hairstyle and they're leaving out. I form relationships with my clients. So um, they really helped really just um foster my business and that's what I really depend on now yeah with business like I said I make um genuine connections with um, my clients so that in hard times I'm never worried about oh man like I don't have you know people who are going to support me I I did kind of feel like there was a time where I'm like, dang, where's the support? You know, you're one of those people to um, the people who are around you to support you. But um, I ended up meeting 10 times as many new people than I knew um, that supported me and just love my brand. So that's that's what Yeah. But it's also good, though, because I didn't know that you had a psychology background. Yeah. (laughs) that's me right there (laughs) but I I feel like that's awesome because you know especially in the black community when you go to get your hair done or go to get your haircut you know that's that place where you go to someone you're like you know let me let me spill some tea real quick tell you what's going on so like how are you do you tie it in? Like, do you try to analyze your clients or are you more so like just that listening ear when you're doing their hair? It comes so naturally. When I started off my salon, I prayed that the energy that I had would just um, manifest other people who vibed with me. So I don't think it's a coincidence, but um, I didn't have social media for my hair page or anything like that. But what I felt like was if I'm genuine, I'm going to have genuine people who want to be there, who want, like I said, more than just a hairstyle. They want to talk to me. And honestly, when they come in, it's just it's a vibe from the very beginning. I play my music. Um, it's a space for people to if, if they want quiet, then they can read. Mm-hmm. Um, always try to stay up to date with like the latest um, news and stuff. So I have things that are interactive in the salon. So when people come in. It's automatically just a connection. And okay. so um, I don't have to do much. I'm a talker anyway. <laughs> um, that, again, comes naturally, too. But when people yeah. come into my mind, I think they really get a feel of comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like I said, we just we just vibe out, and it's just such a cool thing. Like, like I said, I love, love, love what I do, and I think that's why I'm so good at it. I don't mean that. Yeah. I don't mean I mean, you know. I mean, if you, when you're good, you're good though, because I mean, you're still open. How? And actually, in just in case our audience doesn't know, where is your salon located? The DS my Hair salon, My salon is located in Greensboro, North Carolina, mm-hmm. um, and this is just my first branch right now. I'm originally from DC, so um, I really intend to have. Um, an expansion of the DS Hair Studios all around um, between here and D.C. Yeah. Um, bigger yeah. than that. 
Definitely. That's what's up. So as far like, what is your, do you have like any specialty that you do? Because, you know, there are some stylists that are one track, you know, they just do blowouts or braids or whatever. So do you have a specialty? I do have a specialty. My specialty is natural hair care. Okay. Um, I specialize actually, so the styling part is actually the extra. I specialize in um, healthy hair care. So a lot of my clients will receive um, usually a consultation first so I can analyze their hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we move from there. We do um, scalp consultations and then we figure out, you know, what their hair needs, what their skin needs, what their diets need um and then um what their habits need as well because some people just don't know how to take care of their hair so um, i think it's very very important one that they know that and that's first Mm -hmm. Um, and then the styling is extra so again like i started styling what like i was literally five years old when my mom was like okay she could do hair you know i was you were doing your own hair at five yeah, I was, I, don't care if I, I was doing, I was the little girl in elementary school, like at recess, like give Danika your 25 cent, your 50 cent, so you can get your hair done. Yes. Yeah, I was, you had him in the chair early. Yes. <laughs> yeah, see, my mom, I, we didn't have a real stylist. My mom was mad. She was like, oh, you let such and such put some stuff in your hair, some water in your hair, girl, what the? <laughs> Resistant. 
Um, our hair does hold moisture. Um, and our hair can grow to super long lengths if you take care of it. So um, in my mind, I would like to say we all have good hair. Um, if you love yourself and you love your hair, you have good hair. Um, that's for everybody. But if you come and sit in my chair, I could probably change your mind. Yes, that's what's up. I love that you're that you give that that conversation and that consultation and that love to your client because you have younger clientele, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so the first, the first salon that I started working at, it was called the Pink Cupcake. It was here in Greensboro. Mm -hmm. Um, it was, I want to say I was in my sophomore junior year, um, of college where I was just looking for somewhere to work to make some extra money. And it just happened to be at this little kids boutique salon called the pink cupcake and my clientele were ages two to six so i started off doing little 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 girls hair mm -hmm. um because they had the braids and beads and things so <laughs> yeah. my with the little girls is definitely up there yeah i i love that especially because you know society and media and things like that the fact that you're able to you know, to let them know that you can love your hair and that, you know, there's nothing wrong with your hair. I think that's a beautiful thing, you know, so I'm, I'm glad that you're doing that. Um, being that you, you know, like I said, you, or like you said, you are working with natural hair. Do you have to like, are there different classes or anything that you have to stay on top of? Yeah, definitely. So natural hair care specialists are licensed through the state board, just in case that was a misperception, because I think um, a lot of people think, oh, OK, you do natural hair. You are a real stylist. Um, natural hair care stylists are licensed through state board and we do have to have continuing education hours. So um, throughout the year, periodically, we have to take classes that um, expand even from our specialty. So we still have to learn, um, of course, sanitation and things like that, but um, other types of techniques for all types of hairstyling, um, as well as chemical and um, like deep conditioning and treatments and things like that. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. Now, speaking of chemical and deep condition, you have your own <laughs> products, correct? Yeah. Yep. So, tell us some of those products that you have. All right. So, I've experimented with a couple things, but my signature product right now is my shea butter, and it's um, called DS Shea Therapy, mm -hmm. um, and it is infused with lemongrass and eucalyptus, which is really, really good for moisture, um, inflammation, dry scalp, some of the some of the things that is very, very common mm -hmm. um, with our scalps and our hair. So I um, I mix these things together in my kitchen. And one day I was just like, you know what? This works. Mm -hmm. um, and I used it on my son and he was able to grow. Well, he's five now. He's never had a haircut. But his hair. Have you seen Kyle's hair? His hair is long. Okay. Kyle's hair, um, we grew his hair waist length, but outside of Kyle, because of course they'll say, okay, you're a stylist, of course you're going to grow your son's hair. Um, my <laughs> client, I have been able to successfully um, help my clients reach their hair goals, and I see Cree, Cree's on here too. I was able to help out one of my clients um, just get really, really healthy, long, resistant hair using my um, products, and now... Um, I have that product in mass production. So after we do this, I'm going to go ahead and post some things to my page because I still do. Um, I, I kind of lag on the um, my hair page because mm -hmm. 
shut down right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> on my personal page, um, I'm going to go ahead and add the link so you all can um, check out that product. It's still for sale, and I can drop that in the mail and have it to anybody who's interested. Nice. So, I mean, and you not only sell products, but you're also doing wigs as well, right? Lace products? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so how did you get into that? Oh, man. So, again, so healthy hair is number one on my list. I feel like if your hair isn't healthy, then nothing else is going to matter. You can't have um, a nice hairstyle with unhealthy hair. Mm -hmm. um, and what I did realize was that it was protective styles um, and wigs that really, really, really help protect the hair when someone um, either doesn't know how to style their hair properly or just wants a new look so i experimented with the wigs for a little bit um primarily on myself before i started doing them on others um, <laughs> once I a technique that i felt like was going to be um really really good for people who still wanted a low maintenance style didn't want to really mess with all of the glue and all of that stuff and didn't want to be like you know the superficial um looking like they're you know, get ready for a movie. Right. <laughs> I just made my wigs and now I customize those for my clients or, of course, anybody who's interested. And I also teach my clients how to put them on and take them off properly and maintain them. So I have a whole hair collection as well, and that's called Demand Trends. Nice. That's what's up. So, I mean, like, with all of this that you're doing, going from doing, you know, hairstyles for 25 cents to now having your own salon studio, having your own product, your own wig line, like what like what do you say to yourself when you look in the mirror? I mean think about all of that. I I really feel like I said it's been a long journey, but I think that this is just the beginning. These are some of the things that I really feel passionate about. Mm -hmm. Um and I think I'm still in the very beginning stages of what these products and what this business um, could be. So every day when I look at, you know, where I've come from and where I am now, I know that there's still a lot more hard work that I have to put into it and keep it going. Um, I'm very humble when it comes to my products and my hair, because honestly, like I said, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a talent thing for me. And it's, it's something that comes so naturally that mm -hmm. I don't, I can't really brag or boast about it because they're all types of hairstylists who are really, really good at what they do and really, really good at what they sell and what they make. Um, but I'm just little Danica doing my thing. <laughs> well, you're definitely doing a great job for sure. Um, now, you know, we're going to this quarantine thing, you know, and uh, the salons have been shut down. So a lot of people are out here looking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so what are some quarantine hair tips that you have, especially for those who are natural? Okay, I would probably say, well, let me say this. I want to start with things you shouldn't do. First okay. of all, if you are at home and you don't do hair, do not try to cut your hair. Do not try to color your hair and do not try to use any relaxer or anything that's going to mess up your hair. If you go to a stylist, your stylist probably put a lot of work into keeping your hair healthy. Um, and if you don't know what you're doing right now, um, it's, it's risky because you can't get it corrected right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, but what you should probably be doing right now is definitely moisturizing and shampooing properly. Um, and I also have a package for clients who are interested in that. Oh, cool. it's, um, 
It's just a very um, basic necessities for hair. Um, and it's a shampoo, conditioner, and my shea butter package that um, I can drop in the mail. And it's from one of my favorite um, product lines, Design Essentials. And they have um, some products that's really, really good for natural hair. So I would probably say just keep it washed. Just mm-hmm. keep it detangled. Just keep it moisturizing. You'll be all right right now. Don't do not do nothing extra. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, do you like, do you, how are you going to operate as far as when it comes to outside being back open? Have you thought about that? I, I honestly cannot even wrap my mind around to thinking um, how I'm going to do that because, the line of work that I'm in is very, very intimate. I literally have to touch and feel, and we have to. I have to be over top of you when I'm shampooing. So, um, again, for the health and safety of my clients and myself, I think that it's going to have to take some major precautions for sanitation in the salon, um, as well as the amount of people that I allow, you know, in my space. Um, Currently, I have an independent studio, so it's usually only myself and one or two, maybe three other people in my salon. So, um, I would say exposure would be low still, Mm -hmm. and I would have to switch up anything majorly. Um, But I did get word from State Board that um, barbicide isn't enough right now. We don't know what this virus is doing, but just off your um, utensils it's just not enough you have to wipe down floors and seats and doors constantly to, yeah. to keep this stuff away so I don't know I mean if I have to hire a cleaning crew I guess I mean I don't know <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll, we'll make it work we'll make it work once things start opening again I feel confident that um, myself and my clients will probably take the proper precautions to keep everybody safe and hopefully get business going sooner than later. Definitely, definitely. Um, Now, one thing that I haven't been able to tap into because I, well, I've had a couple of guests who have children, but I didn't, you know, didn't tap into it. But because you do have children and you're also, you know, planning and doing things with them, I wanted to get into that and the quarantine and all that's going on. So how has that experience been? I mean, (laughs) I would probably say if you are a parent, do not be worried that you aren't doing it right. Because right now, there's no right way. I mean, there's surely a wrong way to go about things right now. But if you are keeping your child involved, um, if you are doing things in your house that keeps them creative and keeps them functioning, I would probably say you're on the right track. That's, I mean, I'm going to speak for myself. I'm going to just say yeah. that's what I, um, there are so many techniques and tactics that, um, some students and teachers and principals and, um, teachers aides and stuff have tried to do to enforce learning right now mm-hmm. and it's just it's so much right now and I don't think kids are exempt from this chaos right now right. so yeah. I mean getting switched from school to coming home that's a drastic difference for a lot of kids mm-hmm. um, so right now um there's a list of things that the students are supposed to be doing and mm-hmm. honestly um I just we we all in this together so <laughs> it's our waking up because you know they're 
fresh up in the morning and they want to get to work, hey, so be it. But if they're sleeping in late and they're, you know, not really on on task like they're supposed to be right now, I don't even pressure them because it's just, it's a lot for everybody. Yeah, I can, you know, I and, and it's funny that you bring that up because I feel that we look over how the psyche of children is going because, and I, and I didn't, well, I mean, I don't think about that because I don't have children, but I didn't think about that until you said it. Oh, um, <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, and even if um, some of us, you know, who don't have children, it's kind of like we, we forget about them because like you said, they're going from school to home and it's like, well, why am I not going to school anymore? So, yeah. um, so I commend you on just, you know, trying to, to work with them at the same time, like, how do you explain to them, like, what's going on? Or do they understand? <laughs> I, I honestly don't think they completely understand. So um, I have a 10-year-old and I have a 5-year-old. And my 10-year-old, he kind of gets it. So he'll just be like, oh, you know, there's something crazy going on in the world. We have to stay at home, mm-hmm. you know. I work from home. My 5-year-old, every single day, he's like... You know, it's coronavirus breakover, and I'm like, you know, I think he completely um, understands, you know, the mm-hmm. severity of it. So, honestly, I try not to even explain it because I can't really explain right. it. We don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know, right? Um, <laughs> so it's 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 very hard trying to. Um, I'm sorry, I had to put the chart on there. It's very hard trying to get them. To probably to to get them to understand what's going on and everything right to get yeah right right what um so like as far as one question or one thing that i've been wondering about what about like the school year do you know how they're going to do that like yeah well so for us uh, let me let me Cameron's not letting you be great. <laughs> I love this. So I know for us, for school, for the boys right now, um, can you help me with this? Um, for us, I know that the boys are done with school, in school right now. Um, can it sit up like this? Because it's, like, completely, like, they just ended the academic school year, right? It's completely over. Well, I, a lot of teachers corrected me. They said, no, school is not over. Uh, in school, is over, but you still have assignments. They're still trying to do some grading. So, um, a lot of things, they're still trying to keep going. Yeah. Um, but it, it's just very, very tricky trying to figure out, okay, how are the students who um, don't have laptops and and things like that yeah because not everyone has that capability to just jump online and do their assignment you know like their their counterparts yeah so now but when it comes to as far as your boys right and it comes to you having your business how do they feel about that like do they know that that their mom is an entrepreneur and a business owner yeah that's something that i pound into their head so every single time that they um, have a new idea for something, or they say, oh, I want to work at, I say, hey, 
well, what if you could own that? Or what if you could create that? And I just kind of get their brain thinking about other options outside of um, working for somebody else. Just, I'm mean, going to just be honest. Um, it's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with it. I think that if you have to go through the proper steps to learn some things from other people and be an employee, um, then it's, it's necessary. But um, I definitely feel like entrepreneurship for me has changed my lives and the lives of my children. And I think that it's very beneficial that they know that um, even though mommy is at home and even though mommy's business is closed, mommy is still working mm-hmm. every single day. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm glad that you showed them that and that they do have that example of, you know, a strong black woman and a woman who has her own and is working towards her own each and every day. That's that's great for them to see there. Yeah, definitely. Um, the question just like skipped my mind. Oh yes, here it is. Thank you. Like so, as a business owner, what um, advice or you know what have you learned that you would like to share with others who are starting their own business or who maybe are even you know getting ready to to start their own business because we have all this quarantine time like what do you what advice could you give to them i would probably just say um do your research Mm -hmm. doing your research on all of the resources that you have and all of the steps that you should take um to be official um is necessary because once you get in this business or once you have this lifestyle learning is endless and you always have to be open to enhance your perspective on things enhance your um ideas about how you want to go about your business some people feel like they have a business plan they have it all planned out well some people don't prepare for the hiccups that may Mm -hmm. happen on the way so um just being able to know that there are other people who have probably taken the steps that you take took um, and have figured out different ways to go about it. You might want to have a mentor. You might want to have a business advisor. All of those things would be really, really important for someone who's starting off a business. Personally, for me, I didn't, if I could go back, I would probably incorporate a lot of the things that I know now more starting off my business. It probably would have jump-started me a whole bunch more. But um, nonetheless, it got me to where I am right now. So I think that. Whoever is interested in starting off a business right now or is in the middle of starting off a business or who has started off a business and got stuck somewhere, Mm -hmm. I think that just doing your research and um, putting that pride aside when it comes to um, letting people know your ideas. Some people feel like you should be hush-hush about your ideas. And sometimes you should, Mm -hmm. but you should also kind of try to get those ideas out of your mind and, and, and say them to somebody or get them on some paper or... Um, submit them to somewhere where someone can help you. Definitely, yeah. So, I mean, that way they're out. And then you can also find out, is this a good idea or... <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I right. mean? So, I mean, it's always good to have someone that you can trust and somebody that you can go to, you know, in that time. Um, yeah. And now, but since you, you know, because you have learned so much, have you, like, gained a mentor or even become a mentor for somebody? Um, it's funny because um, me and Keith, my fiance now, are both on this entrepreneurship journey together. So we are partners and we are in this together, learning from one another. It's so funny, though, because 
I feel like he knows nothing about hair, but he knows a lot about um, techniques that I could use that could promote my business. And the mm-hmm. same for started his company, and there are some things that I know absolutely nothing about, but we can help one another because our skill sets are different and our perspectives are different, and we can help one another. So um, right now, no, I don't have a professional, I guess, advisor mentor um but i definitely like to talk to my friends and my very close um relatives and things like that so we can you know kind of figure it out yeah well, that's, at least we have them and and they are yeah. just good so so that is awesome now although you know 2020 has started off a little shaky how are you looking forward to this year and you know and for your business Um, again, like I said, I don't think that there's a right way to be doing anything right now. I do think that every single day I still want to be productive in some way. So I still write down my notes and I still try to post and I still try to keep my clients and my um, audience engaged because, um, right now is just so uncertain. I don't know what the future of my business will be Mm -hmm. um but i have a idea that it's going to be a lot better than what times are bringing Mm -hmm. right now so i do try to focus a lot on where i think this can all turn around and you know go from here um and there's no buts i just feel like i'm just hopeful for progress definitely well i mean that's the way to stay Mm -hmm. you push out that positive energy and that's what the world gives you back so so it's definitely going to work out so everyone make sure you're following Tanika but if you can let everyone know where to go to uh, purchase your product and to also you know maybe even link up with you because I do know people who travel to get their hair done hair is a serious thing (laughs) so I actually have three handles I have my personal page which is Danica Shanae here on Instagram Mm -hmm. I also have my hair studio which is the DS hair um, which is also here on Instagram. You can see some of my products and my hairstyles and things like that. I usually post um, my availability on there, my schedule. Unfortunately, again, that is unavailable right now, but you can still go on there and see some things. You can see um, styles, and I'll eventually post some tutorials because I'm getting bored in the house. So, and I have <laughs> back, so I may try to post some things on there. <clears throat> And then I do have my um, hair collection page, which is Demand Strands. Um, and right now, I'm still offering glueless hair um, wigs and units for um, anyone interested. Nice. That is awesome. Well, congratulations on all that you have done thus far. And like you know, like you said, we're definitely going to get through this, and the business will be booming and better when you're back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. So this is the part of the show, our random AF segment. So you ready? I'm ready. These random questions. All right. So who was your first cell phone carrier? Oh, man. My first cell phone carrier? I would probably say... God. Oh, I had a Nokia. So oh. I probably had... What's that? Singular wireless? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I had that, too. Okay. (laughs) Um, What is your favorite vacation memory? Oh, man. So 
I would probably say my favorite vacation memory is um, just my first time going out of the country. Mm -hmm. um, it was with my parents. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, it was, it was to Jamaica, too. I couldn't drink. I couldn't smoke or indulge in none of the Jamaican <laughs> stuff. Um, but it was just something about being on that island just made me feel like I was in paradise. Yeah. And the the people there, um, their humility was just it 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 was mind blowing because they had literally nothing, mm -hmm. but they were so generous and so nice and so humble. Um, and it just made me fall in love. So Jamaica is probably, and, and no matter who I go with, and at this point I've been multiple times, no matter who I go with, no matter how long I stay, mm -hmm. it's always the best. Yes, yes. I, I, I totally agree with that. Jamaica yes. it is like that, yes. About um, all the time. Yes. So Mother's Day is coming up. So what do you want for Mother's Day this year? Oh, man. I just want my health and my sanity um, and a little bit of space. So if they could go outside and I could just chill in the house, maybe. I don't know. I don't expect they're going to be drastically different from Mother's Day. So um, if, if we're in the house and if um, we can't go anywhere, I would probably say um, I would want just to be safe and, mm -hmm. you know, happy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's nothing. That's always good. Always good yeah. to have. Yes. And lastly, spark or pour? I would have to do a pour, and I already hey. got one. Hey, well, well, I got the spark. I got the spark. So, <laughs> so we're sparks and pours. Okay, perfect. Yes. <laughs> well, Danica, I thank you so much for stopping by the Sparks and Pours podcast. And for, for talking with us and, and sharing your business with us. Um, everyone, make sure that you follow Danica, follow her hair studio, follow her her um, her product page as well. Follow it all. So <laughs> follow it all. Yes. Follow it all. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks so much, girl. It was good to get be here. Yes, definitely. I'll holla at you I'll later. All righty. See you later. All right. Yes, that was such a wonderful conversation. I love, uh, love hearing about people's journeys and just where they've come from. It's such a beautiful thing. But I thank Danika so much for stopping by the Sparks and Pours podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you for taking time out of your night. Um, if you would like to be on the Sparks and Pours podcast, please email us at sparkspores at gmail.com. Um, and if you, excuse me, and if you know anyone, you know, just you know, send them to our page, send them to our page. I love hearing a good story. Love, you know, putting those stories out there for everyone else to hear because everyone has a story to share. So thank you so much for stopping by the Sparks and Pours podcast. Thank you for tuning in to tonight's live episode. I'm going to work on pulling that audio so that I can post the episode on our streaming platforms. That way, when the live disappears, the audio is still available. Hope you have a wonderful Wednesday evening. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for supporting. And hey, during this quarantine time, find your spark and pour yourself into it. I'll holla at y'all later.